Hello, and welcome to At Home with Ashley G. I'm Ashley Grunwald, a real estate agent, mother of two, living in Raleigh, North Carolina with my husband, Jed. I hope you will join me as we discuss all things that begin in the home, such as family, marriage, faith, parenting, organizing, and plus a sprinkle of real estate. I look forward to building a community with you as we navigate the joys of owning a home and making it our safe haven for our family, because home is where it all begins. Hi, everybody. It's Ashley Gronwald with Hunter Row Real Estate, and this is Barb Mariani, and she works with me um, to help my clients get their homes ready to sell. And so I asked her if she would come and talk with us a little bit about what the current market trends are in relation to design. We've been working together for probably eight-ish years yeah, at this point. I think. And um, we have worked closely together to really help our sellers maximize their ability to sell their home for the most amount of money. And so part of that is making a buyer fall in love when they walk in the house. And Barb creates that dream for a buyer. And so she works with our sellers to get them to do the things that are most cost effective for them, but give us the biggest return on investment. So I know a lot of you guys ask me questions about color of paint, um, countertops, what's the trends for flooring. And so we're going to ask the expert and that expert is Barb. And that's why I asked her. <laughs> a lot of people think me being in real estate that I have a, a design eye and I don't. I actually love the negotiating, strategizing and analyzing part. And so this is where I call in Barb um, to really help my clients figure out the things that will help their home sell for more money. So I want to get started first by just asking Barb, how did you get into design? Okay. And where did this all come from? Is this a natural gift that you had as a, a little girl that is just developed over? Where did it come from? Well, I've always been interested in it. I love also like you trying to see how we can transform a property and make it look amazing and ready for the next fire. I love working with uh, color, textures, uh, how to space plan. That's probably my favorite thing to do where I take a bad space and turn it into amazing space by maybe moving some walls, making a few structural changes. As far as I'm all about less is best, clean lines, don't overdo it, especially in today's trends. And Barb helped actually in the house we're sitting in right now, which is where Jed and I live. And she helped with a lot of the, the choices that we made here. Um, and it's funny because Jed and I generally disagree on most things in life um, and a lot with design and style, not that one's right or wrong. We just have different preferences. And so we generally call Barb in to kind of be the tie breaker, help us push us over to make a decision because she's super helpful in that. So a lot of people talk about staging and then they talk about interior decorating. Right. You started with interior decorating. Started with interior decorating and just regular staging where I brought in um, merchandise and accessories and art to help emphasize a home. But through just people wanting my help and taking my advice, it's evolved into an entire renovation company. So in addition to doing the staging and helping with paint color consultations and things of that nature, I also remodel kitchens, uh, bathrooms, actual entire houses. I work with, of course, Ashley and her husband, Jed, and we do quite a bit on trying to make a bad property turn into an amazing property. That's awesome. Because I know we talk to our sellers about staging and that concept is a little mm -hmm. tricky to understand. And so what it means for us when we're getting a house ready to sell is really taking 
the things that can get us the most amount of money. Because there's a ton of design things we can do fun with right. but we can't spend that type of money if we're just selling it. So we've got to pick what things will actually give us the ROI. And then you come back in and stage with props and accessories that neutralize the home. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times your taste will be too specific to what the general population wants. So we've got to bring in very neutral items to warm up a space. Right, right. And the other thing that I was just thinking about is sometimes, especially in interior design, a lot of times I give them the good background because you can always change art, pillows, rugs, things like that to make the house different. Uh, It's far as the bones to work with, the structure, the background colors, the Things that you're not going to change on a regular basis, such as, you know, your quartz, your granite, your backsplash, because you can always come and change uh, the way an environment looks by putting in a pop of green or maybe you feel like hot pink or turquoise or whatever the trendy colors are at the time. But as long as you kind of have a nice canvas to work with, it makes your investment just stretch a lot farther. I try not to. I mean, of course I can. I try to stay pretty classic and mm-hmm. what will last, stand the test of time. You can always change things amongst your space, but it's a little bit tough to change the flooring, your quartz, things like that, that are your high dollar items. And when we're helping a seller make those decisions, we give them the cost benefit. If you spend 5000 we expect to get that money back and hopefully double it to 10000 so that you see the benefit of t- making those types of improvements. Mm-hmm. So that's part of how we work together with helping our sellers get their homes ready for sale. Um, and Barb's company has contractors to do all that work, which makes it easier. So my question now is just trends that you're seeing? Because I think I've heard you say they generally are on a 10-year. Yeah, they're about on a 10-year cycle. We're definitely still seeing the the quartz is still very popular, the white shaker, the subway tiles, but we are seeing a little bit more wood pops of color. And the wood is now going, especially in flooring, it's going more natural, neutral than dark. And even though the dark floors are still acceptable, it's more of a mix and match kind of thing. It's not so you must stick in these certain guidelines. People are a lot more forgiving. We mix metals now. Mm-hmm. You can have stainless, the soft brush gold, uh, black, and things like that, where you don't have to have, okay, well, I have stainless handles. So that means I have to have all my lighting, the brush nickel or the stainless. I have to have all my, you know, faucets and everything. That no longer applies. You can have a black faucet and brush gold handles. You can have black handles and soft gold lighting. Hmm. People no longer feel as if they have to stay, okay, I picked brush nickel for this. Everything has to be brush nickel. Those days are over. Or we're doing a lot with accents and islands or the rustic shelving in kitchens, maybe not everything being cabinetry. Same with bathrooms. We're kind of converting a few things where it might not be your traditional vanity. We're taking pieces and making it look a little bit eclectic, not so thought through. It just almost feels natural. Like it just, oh, wow, this piece is nice. Let's put that in there. It, it definitely has a more relaxed feel than everything being where everything must match. Everything Mm -hmm. must be fit inside a pretty little box. So that's the nice thing. That's why I'm having fun with it. 
Right. Because there's a little bit more flex and play. With right. It. Right. There are not as many rules as there was. Everybody still loves the light and bright and open, less walls. Gray is still popular, but some of the maybe earth colors, not like earth tones, not your gold so much or anything like that, but a lot of greens, blues, things like that are coming in. Golds are creeping in a little bit, but it's a little bit different shade than what we were seeing 10 or 12 years ago. And it's so funny when you're talking about the flooring going lighter, because I feel like when we first started working together, it had to be dark. Oh my gosh. And the light floors were just like, oh, we've got to get rid of these. It's so funny. If you hold on to them long enough, they'll come back in style. Right. I think I don't know. Or we kind of just change them a little bit. What used to be super popular was like the honey or the natural. Mm -hmm. Now people are using like some natural tones that might have a little splash of gray in it. Okay. Or a little a splash of the, you know, cocoa or something that brings out a little warmness but doesn't give off that gold orangey hue that some of the floors we remember from 10 or 15 years ago. Right. Well, I'm thankful that you said that the, the subway tile is still in. Still really in. Yes. And the white cabinets. I generally follow trends five to seven years behind their popularity. It takes me a while to get on board. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I come in right at the end when they're like slowly <laughs> fading out is generally, I'm just a slow adapter, yeah. but I like classic, so I hope that my kitchen will stand the. Well, I think it will. I don't <laughs> think we're going to have too many problems here, Good. that's for sure. But I have the dark hardwood, so we'll see. My husband doesn't love them, so we'll see if he wins <laughs> that battle. But so another thing that's really popular here, you're talking about all the time with our clients, is this LVP, luxury oh. vinyl plank. Tell I, us about that. I wish I had been the person to invent it. <laughs> It comes in hundreds, if not thousands of colors, patterns, shapes, wearability, mm -hmm. things like that. I love it because it can transform a really bad space for a lot less money than hardwood. Um, they're even putting it in your higher end homes where they're in the fives, 500,000, 700,000 price range. Mm -hmm. uh, I love it because... It's basically waterproof. At least most of them are. Mm -hmm. It's kid-friendly. It's pet-friendly. It looks great. You can always dress it up with an area rug or do anything like that. But what's so nice about it is, is that you can just, it's wash and go for your floor. Awesome. I, I just love it. If it gets damaged, you can easily repair it. It isn't like wood floors or actual on-site finished hardwoods where you have to then sand everything down and start over. Mm -hmm. um, where this is, you can, if you've saved some extra pieces, you can definitely, uh, if it were to get damaged, but most of them have, you know, 25, 50, even lifetime warranties. Awesome. So you can't beat it. And it's becoming more and more popular. I love using it because it's quick and easy to install, but yet the wearability, the durability mm -hmm. and the, look of them are just gorgeous. Right. I've been house shopping with my sister and family who are moving down here. And honestly, they're putting them in all the model homes. Right. Yes. And you can get it to look like tile in a bathroom mm -hmm. or like a hardwood wood. Grain. Yes. Yes. And again, they're even making it into a pattern where it even looks like a typical ceramic tile, almost mm -hmm. like a mosaic, That's cool. but it's not. Um, the wood patterns are still the most popular mm -hmm. and especially that kind of beach wood washed look is right. really big right now. 
So that's something we're encouraging a lot of our sellers to put in in different spaces. So for sure. pricing wise, just give them an idea. I know there's a range, but in comparison to hardwood or just an average of price per square foot on LVP. So of course, like anything, price varies, but on average, it falls between, of course, carpet being the least expensive, then there would be LVP. Laminate laminate has been basically pushed out of the market. Yes, you can still get it, but all of the manufacturers are changing everything to, there's some people are calling it EVP and they're giving it some different names, but it all is basically the same vinyl cushioned plank. I definitely recommend a click lock system as opposed to a glue down. That was the original type that would come out. They still make it, but it's not my preference. And what they do is, you know, it just clicks into place. If you're pretty good at it, you can maybe even do it yourself, but it, you know, goes down pretty, pretty easily. And it doesn't like, you don't have sanding involved or things like that with your hardwood. Now you're actual on-site finished hardwoods that Ashley's speaking about, those are still considered the Cadillac of flooring. There's no doubt about it, but it comes with a a much higher expense. It's Mm -hmm. usually probably close to twice what LVP would run. And you also have downtime at your house. Most people have to leave the home while that process is happening for about a week. And we have to refinish if pets destroy them with Correct. their nails. And Correct. so there's maintenance costs that Correct. an LVP, LVP, LVP have. does not have. I mean, you can literally drive your car over LVP. Right. <laughs> so this, that's what I love about it. And this is Jed in my battle because he's like, I want to put in hard, another set of hardwoods. I'm like, so our dogs can destroy them again right. and re- have to refinish. So. Right. And it's so nice because I know, especially like in Ashley's case, she's extremely neat and clean. And so the beauty of it is, is you can keep your your house so clean right. and maintenance free, basically. Right. It, that's why everybody's going towards it. So again, carpet is your least expensive. Laminates are basically out. Mm-hmm. Never loved them to begin with, but they did improve them. But still, LVP has definitely taken over the market. And then you've got your on-site hardwood. Right. Okay. And then paint colors, because I feel like the last we had talked, it was agreeable gray, agreeable gray was everything. Where do you see that shifting color-wise? I am seeing definitely more white Mm -hmm. than gray. I'm seeing a lot more like a pop of color with something like an emerald green Mm. or a sapphire blue. Things that are kind of unexpected. Um, You can't do it everywhere, but it definitely works in like a powder room, a small study, something that is almost like an accent room to your house. Okay. And then of course you could accessorize with that same color in rooms that are conjoined with that room. Lighter, even airier. We're seeing a lot of white on white. Right. Um, that's still huge. Even the trim being the same as the walls. That's what I was going to ask you. It's like, we don't have the contrast then between the trim and all these beautiful shiplap walls we're putting up it's just kind of white on white and that's a lot of times or they're painting the shiplap or some of the accents the gray wow the charcoal yeah and we're doing a lot more of that and so that part's fun you'll see where doors are actually cased in white but then the door is a dark gray Mm -hmm. or a sapphire yeah Something really fun. fun. And and then your walls and your trim are basically white, white. on white. Wow. Mm-hmm. So different how it's changing. Yes. But 
pretty. But the nice part about it, it goes back to you almost treat your doors and things like that as an accessory. Yeah. So you could, um, you know, you have your your canvas, your blank slate as being the white on white, but then you have your doors as like an accent, a pop of color, mm-hmm. like an accessory. That's cool. Yeah. And then what are you seeing in regards to outdoor spaces? We've always said like the best places to spend money is your kitchen and your bathrooms, which mm-hmm. I think is still very true. Mm-hmm. Do you see money I'm shifting a trend. Mm-hmm. I am seeing a trend. I think a lot has been brought on by the COVID. For sure. Everybody's staying home. People are entertaining, maybe family or close friends at home. They're putting in patios, outdoor space, covered cabanas, Mm -hmm. fire pits, things like that. Right. So they can utilize their outdoor space so everyone is not stuck in the house. Right. But they're definitely, and a lot of do-it-yourselfers are doing that because that tends to be less intimidating for the homeowners. Sure. Um, Because so what if you're patio is not exactly perfect. Right. You might not feel that way about your tile backsplash. Right. So we are seeing where a lot of people are concentrating and taking some time on their outdoor space and also kind of making it kid friendly. So, you know, mm-hmm. covered areas, mm-hmm. even if it's things like pop-up umbrellas mm-hmm. and the big covered, you know, canvas type things that have come out now right. where you can pop up tents and things to cover from the sun. Because it's been interesting for in my 10 years in real estate, homes with pools have not always been my favorite home to sell because they're not always desirable. That's that has changing. changed. <laughs> now it's like, if you have a pool, I want to sell your home because everybody wants it right, right. now. Because you don't know if your community pool or your neighborhood pool is going to be open. Right. And so again, back to my family that's moving down here, that's one of the things they would love because they have twin grandbabies Yeah. and they would love to be able to just not have to worry about them being exposed to the public. Yeah. So that's interesting to me because that's a total switch. To yeah, now there used to be a liability. It used to be like a headache for people. Right. Like, what am I going to do with this pool? Do I really want to take care of this pool? And we'd always say it, it decreased your buyer pool by 50% because there's a lot of people didn't want the maintenance of a pool or mm-hmm. to deal with it. So now we're seeing that outdoor space is desirable. So Definitely. you're seeing that as well. Mm-hmm. Any other like foreshadowing, like what you see coming um, you've talked a lot about these trends that you're seeing, but mm-hmm. anything of like that you see going out of style or coming back that might be in the works? I would have to say, I think quartz is still in. Okay. But that's the one that I think people are going to start in the next few years getting bored with. Okay. So what do you think? Of that's my change? prediction. Yeah. Prediction. Exactly. That's good. They're going to go back to the natural stones. Wow. Where okay. you can, you see what nature's created, right. not what man has created. Okay. And I could be wrong, yeah. but I'm seeing more stones that have some warmer tones. Mm-hmm. And people are using a lot of just like a, that um, natural stained wood okay. and incorporating that with the white. Right. And I just feel like that's going to be one of our next things where we're going to go back to some of the dreaded tan beige backgrounds (laughs) and things because there's a lot of, that's the other thing. I think we're going to see some wall colors with the more brown undertones in them, the light, light beiges, the linens, the things that we kind of steered away from. It felt very dated. Now it's kind of starting to creep back because we're almost in our 10 year thing now with the gray and the white. Yeah. 
because I'm coming into it. So that's how it always works. So that makes sense. What about wallpaper? I'm seeing that being more popular. Definitely. So where and how and what's a way to not Same. the old wallpaper? No, style. not the like Waverly wallpaper that was all Girl. over a dine, dining room and whatever. It would be more of just like you would treat the sapphires or the emerald greens or mm-hmm. the cobalts. It's on an accent. It's okay. in a powder room. It's in a baby's room above a wainscoting. It's... Mm-hmm. um. You know, a lot of cool laundry rooms are being yeah. done, um, things like that. Inside, a, you open up a pantry and it's got this amazing wallpaper it's with cool. white shelving. Um, so things like that, I think, make a big difference. And it kind of gives you some personality to your house. Yeah. It's treated like an accessory mm-hmm. more than full rooms. Right. So that's the difference between like every room was completely plastered in a different wallpaper. Now it's an accent. Right. And if, if, if the wallpaper is neutral enough, enough, you can keep it sometimes in resale. Not all the time. Yeah. It has to have the right look. Geometric, still very big. Yep. Simplistic repeats. Nothing mm-hmm. like the day where it was these big florals or murals or right. things like that. Right. Exactly. And then what about kitchens? Because I'll have people say, we want to do the island, um, maybe really rich color cabinets Mm -hmm. in a different countertop. And then the other cabinets, different color, Mm -hmm. counters different. Mm -hmm. Because some things we have to tell people are trendy and that might not work for resale. So we have to really think, are we doing resale or are we doing for your pure enjoyment? But how does that relate to? I go back to my five, 10 year rule right now. And it's still, I've noticed it probably in the last year and a half to two years, the Navy Blue Islands. Mm -hmm. Um, And they make cabinetry in Navy Blue. They can't keep it in stock. So everybody still loves it. Um, So some of the kitchens I've redone, even some houses you've sold. um, The one over there in North Hills. Yeah. Had a Navy Blue Island with the soft gold pulls and it was so cute. It was beautiful. That honestly, I think that's okay. Let people still enjoy their home. If they say, hey, I'm going to sell in a year and I want to put, you know, something a little bit far-fetched, I might say, you know, it might not be the best thing for resale if you're selling right now. If you're not going to sell for five years, enjoy it, then repaint it. Yeah, exactly. Things like that. And that's why I try and tell my clients too. It's like, I don't want you to not love where you live because you're thinking so much about resale. Mm -hmm. Like you said, you can paint it. If you did do fun cabinets, we can paint it. Right, right. Thinking about that, enjoy what you have, but then maybe you are going to go something a little bit more extreme, maybe pull it back a little bit. Right. Maybe compromise. Yeah. Don't, you know, don't do something too far gone. Things that are easily changed. Mm -hmm. That's where you put in your character, your personality, things that are very expensive to change, like quartz countertops, a house full of flooring, things like that. You want to kind of stick with what you think is going to work for the next 10 years. Yes. And then everything else can easily be changed. Correct. For cabinet hardware. Yes. Lighting. Yep. Things like that. And then what about like the subway tiles, what's kind of been popular for a while, but then we've started seeing it in different angles. So what do you see tile backsplashes? Tile backsplashes have been, they're still pretty neutral. There Mm -hmm. are some that are, you know, hexagon shape. You're seeing the larger hexagons Mm -hmm. now. 
you're seeing that where people are putting a pop of color, even mm-hmm. though it is a little bit of a commitment to change it, it's still easier than floors, cabinetry, sure. things like that. So people might go on a limb a little bit mm-hmm. on the backsplash, but I would say 95% of my clients are still sticking with what you'd have here. Something very clean lines, herringbone pattern, mm-hmm. things like that are huge, always have been. Yeah. And I'm seeing it more and more only because they can take a simple tile Right. And change it up just by the way it's laid. So I think a question a lot of people ask me is, you know, we've been home for a while. We may be home for more time. What are some th- easy things we can do to increase the value of our home, modernize it a little bit without spending a lot of money that's DIY, but not things that DIY gone wrong? Um, right. It's not like changing hardware on doors so that if they have brass knobs, go ahead and switch those Brass hinges, things like that. That's a really good DIY is to change doorknobs and hinges, of course, cabinet, hardware, handles, knobs, things like that. Lighting. Mm -hmm. Most people can watch YouTube and change a light. Yep. Another one, if you're a little more adventurous, again, take take a bathroom, take a laundry room, put in LVP. Yeah. It will make such a difference mm-hmm. in you having, even it can be laid most of the time over ceramic tile. That's awesome. So you just pull up the shoe molding, you lay it down, you put down new shoe molding, and it looks like a pro Awesome. So those are some things people could be doing now. Is mm-hmm. there maybe painting? About- if you're a good painter, you know, go ahead and start neutralizing some of those rooms mm-hmm. and, and take my advice. Do the background simple yeah, and then accessorize for your personality and your fun. That's what I would recommend. That's awesome. So it's almost time for us to go. If you have questions, please still send them, even if you watch this afterwards, because I can get with Barb and ask her to answer them for us. If you have ideas or you'd like Barb to come out and walk through your home and do a consultation with you, I'm sure she'd be happy to do that. She does that for lots of my clients and then also just people who are planning to to stay, but want to make some changes to their home so she can give you some design ideas and, you know, work with what you like because you do have that interior design background. So Mm -hmm. she loves to have fun with colors and creativity. But also what I love is that I can trust that she's not going to do anything that's going to jeopardize your ability to resell when you do call. I call it no redos. Yeah, good. (laughs) So if I I try to help people, if they think they're going to move in the next three to five years to come up with a plan that will, you know, if it is a major renovation, Mm-hmm. that their money's well spent. Yes, because that's what we, we want. We don't want you to spend any more than you have to, but right. we want you to enjoy what you put in, get the best product, the best quality, Absolutely. all those things. So yes. we can definitely help with that. I did just see a question come in. What are trends with curtains, window treatments in general? Okay, I am a firm believer to keep things pretty neutral. Okay. Try to pick things that work with your wall color. I don't like it so much as when the window treatment is a vast contrast from your wall color. I feel like it closes the space in. It's just like, I'm not a big fan of these multiple area rugs either. I mean, that's just my opinion. I feel like both for resale and for just enjoying your home, Mm -hmm. I feel like those things pretty much, you know, stop you from looking at the whole space. Okay. Does that make sense? They're barriers to the... Yeah, exactly. I just want it to frame and accent and just look like it's just dressed Mm. and very simplistic. So more solids. Mm -hmm. Or simple geometric patterns or things like that. And not anything like I wouldn't say 
let's put up these cobalt blue uh, drapes on a white wall. I just feel like sometimes that's a little Too much. much contrast. Right. It's good. See, and again, you'd think I would have all of this as a real estate agent, but I don't. I need somebody who has a design eye, who's looking at it from the warms mm-hmm. and the cool tones. Mm-hmm. And, and again, like you want to see the whole space versus just like you walk in and all you can see is the curtains. Right. Exactly. And that's what happens when the contrast is too dramatic. Correct. And it even happens for your guests. You know, it kind of, it, it right. just deters people from enjoying the whole space. Everything has to kind of flow, make sense. And right. Movement. Yeah. And I mean, you guys know, I love minimalism. So the idea you talked about is just like less is more. Less is more. So again, things you could be doing now is decluttering. Oh yeah. And if you don't use it, get rid of it. Yeah. Um, minimal, you know, people just, I think, buy way too much stuff. Right. We all need to kind of do a check with that. And that's why it's people are surprised when we say we'd rather you move out and have the house completely empty. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what? You don't need my furniture to space the home. And it's right. like, it's actually hindering you. Right. Because it's too much. It's too big. It's too taste specific. And you've got, you know, too, too much many, of it, too much of it everywhere. Right. So, don't think that you need to save a piece because you think a, a dining room has to have a hutch or that's right. It doesn't. That's right. You just, you know, and I, I think that's probably one of your best DIYs that we can tell yes. people go through your stuff. Yep. Try to declutter, sell. It just donate. makes your life so much easier to enjoy now. Or if you do come to move. Exactly. I've had so much fun hearing from you, Barb. Thanks for Thanks. sharing. And if you have other questions, please send them in and we'll get answers for you. But I hope you guys have an awesome day and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining me today. And if you connected with something that was said, I hope you will share this with a friend, subscribe and leave a review. Thanks for sharing this journey with me at home where it all begins.